Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Friday, October 23rd. I'm Nyla Boodoo, and here's how we're making you smarter today. What you need to know about Nigeria's police brutality protests, plus how Europe is reckoning with its colonial past. First, though, the takeaways from the final presidential debate are today's one big thing. Margaret Talib is Axios White House and politics editor. Margaret, that debate was actually a substantial debate. Voters actually heard from the candidates on a variety of issues. That's absolutely right. If you were living in a cave or just got out of a coma and you hadn't been paying any attention and you were like, what's the difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden? You could actually watch this and find out from coronavirus and healthcare. And he has no clear plan and there's no prospect that there's going to be a vaccine available for the majority of the American people before the middle of next year. To figuring out what to do about North Korea or the future of the oil industries. We're going to have the greatest economy in the world. But if you want to kill the economy, get rid of your oil industry. And, And what about fracking? The question is, why was it different? I think there's a few reasons why it was different. Number one, that muting of the microphone threat really worked. Number two, the president's own team were like, you need to dial it back. You're in trouble. And he followed suit. And then number three, I just think the moderator, Kristen Welker, had a very good command of the situation. So let's go back to some of those moments, if we could, because we started off talking about the coronavirus. What to you stood out? One was Joe Biden making very clear that he believes that under President Trump, People who have become sick with coronavirus and people who have lost their jobs during the pandemic will lose health insurance. This is the guy who's tried to cut Medicare. So I don't I mean, the idea that Donald Trump is lecturing me on Social Security and Medicare. Come on. That's a real contrast from what President Trump is offering. President Trump arguing that what Biden wants to do is akin to socialism, he says. He wants socialized medicine. And it's not that he wants it. His vice president. I mean, she is is more liberal than Bernie Sanders and wants it even more. But if you are a female voter and if you're a senior citizen, this is a question you will have been listening to that could be pivotal. We're looking at at least 40 million Americans have already voted in this election. My question to you is what function do you think this debate serves at this point in time in the race? For many people, it is going to be a question of whether or not to turn out. Are they more excited or less excited about the candidate that they thought they were going to vote for? And will they, in fact, turn out at the polls? Okay, Margaret, so this is it. That was the last debate. What happens in this final stretch now? An incredible push for events in key states. And I'm talking Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. And so I think we're just going to see a massive blitz from these candidates. And then I think we're all going to be watching whether the concerns and warnings about voter suppression or disenfranchisement, whether any of that is real and has come to pass, or whether they were warnings and concerns that didn't pan out. Margaret Talib is Axios' White House and politics editor. Margaret, thank you for being our companion for most of these debates and town halls. And obviously, you're going to be with us all the way through election night and the results. I know we'll be talking again. Looking forward to it. We'll be back in 15 seconds with understanding what's behind the deadly protests in Nigeria. Welcome back to Axios Today. We've seen months of clashes between protesters and police in this country. Now, deadly protests against police brutality 
have hit the streets of Nigeria. Here's what you need to know. Nigerian soldiers have repeatedly opened fire on protesters in Lagos. At least 56 people have been killed as of last night. Demonstrators want the government to disband a police unit called the Special Anti-Robbery Squad, or SARS. The group was formed more than three decades ago to tackle violent crime. But the Times reports SARS morphed into the kind of enterprise it was formed to fight. Accused of kidnapping, robbery, torture, and extrajudicial killings. SARS abuses are well documented. An Amnesty International report this summer said that since 2017, there have been at least 82 instances of horrors that include torture and killings. But just like in the U.S., it's the power of a video that can spark a movement. And in Nigeria, it was a video purportedly showing SARS officers beating a man without provocation. The resulting protests fueled by social media only grew bigger after Nigerian officials claimed the video was fake and arrested the person who took it. Last week, after Nigeria's inspector general of police said SARS would be dissolved, Nigerian President Muhammadu Buhari called it a first step. In our commitment to extensive police reform in order to ensure that the primary duty of the police and other law enforcement agencies remains the protection of lives. But protesters haven't bought that. And the days since the announcement have been some of the most deadly. Now to how the Black Lives Matter movement has led European countries to confront some of their colonial past. Rebecca Falconer is an Axios reporter. The Black Lives Matter movement is really galvanizing this issue of museums hoarding relics that were plundered during colonial times. During the summer in particular, there are a lot of statues toppled, defaced or removed by museums of figures who are got ties to the colonial empires. And it's driven a conversation in museums to return the relics. Germany is probably the leader here. So then is it the exact opposite? Would you say almost with the UK and particularly the British Museum? You know, a lot of those artifacts are stolen. The British Museum is trying to say that they recognise the difficulty of the violence of the colonial era, but they think that it should be discussed and displayed in the British Museum. And they're open to having conversations about long-term loans, which they say is a better option than actually returning the relics. Whereas the University of Oxford professor that I spoke to, Dan Hicks, and he said that we've never needed world culture museums more than we do today. But let's imagine in a world culture museum where nothing is stolen. And yes, museums are all about looking at the past and learning from it, but it's time to take them into the current century. Rebecca Falconer is an Axios reporter. Thank you, Rebecca. Thanks so much for your time. Growing up in Miami, I never had the chance to experience fall until I was a freshman in college in Michigan. And there, fall leaves are news. Like in this report from Ellen Baca on Wood TV in Grand Rapids. Ideal conditions are sunny, warm days and then cool, crisp nights, but above freezing. 
Now it's my favorite season, which is why I wanted to remind you this weekend could be your last chance to see peak foliage. That's because as the temperature drops and days get shorter, photosynthesis slows down, which means less chlorophyll, the pigment that makes leaves green. And without chlorophyll, vibrant oranges, yellows, and reds can shine through. This year, they're so bright, you can even see them from satellites in space. I will be looking here on Earth, and if you also are looking and take any pictures, send them my way. I'd love to see them on Twitter, at Nylabudu. That does it for us this week. Axios Today is brought to you by Axios and Pushkin Industries. We're produced by Carol Wu, Nuria Marquez-Martinez, Kara Schillen, and Naomi Shaven. Alex Sugiara is our mix engineer, and we had special help this week from Michael Heideman. Our executive producer is Dan Bobkoff. Sarah Kehilani Gu is our executive editor. Special thanks to Axios co-founder, Mike Allen. At Pushkin, our executive producers are Lital Malad and Jacob Weisberg. You can always write to us at podcasts at axios.com or find me on Twitter at Nyla Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and I hope you enjoy your weekend.